Blog Talk Radio. Welcome you back here again on what is really an exciting week at the Frontier Beyond Fear, um, because this is the anniversary week of the show. Um, This show started um, in 2010 um, on October 26th, and actually I just scheduled an anniversary episode, which we just flow with spontaneously on Thursday, and I just chat with you all that day, but today... Um, I am just so happy to be continuing what is a powerful, powerful relaunch of the new season here at the Frontier with a returning guest who will be on in just a second, Lisa Kay, Ph.D. And Lisa has a new book out that I can tell you will have an impact because I am already experiencing what it can do. Um, Her new book is Intuition on Demand, a step-by-step guide to powerful intuition you can trust. And what Lisa is able to do with this book and with her work is actually quite special and very noteworthy because she's able to step-by-step help us to understand how we can develop our own intuitive guidance. And she provides many, many different ways that we can exercise and understand what intuition actually is and how it really can come to us more and more regularly in our life, how we can develop it and practice. And so... um, This is a wonderful gift that she's giving to us all by providing this information that she's been sharing in her workshops and with clients, helping people to develop their own trustworthy, and that word trust is important, intuitive guidance that they learn to trust. Lisa has degrees in engineering from Columbia University and psychobiology from the State University of New York, and she has a Ph.D. in metaphysical sciences. She is a diligent and thorough researcher, and she wonderfully integrates logic and spirituality because she's exploring, just like all the other guests that are coming on this show, she's exploring actual reality with honesty and thoroughness and and we very much welcome that. Lisa's website is intuitionondemandbook.com with her recent book and she also is the co-author of Grow Your Spiritual Business and has had a part in other books as well. Um, So I invite you to explore her work. And so I am just so happy to bring Lisa Kay on the line. Welcome back, Lisa. Hi, Susan. Hi, it's so good to be with you again. Really happy to be here. Oh, well, I'm very happy to have you here. And I'm I'm happy to share with the audience that, and really, I don't think this is so unique. I told Lisa before the show that um, I have some decisions to make today. And then I got to thinking as I was doing the introduction, we always <laughs> have decisions mm-hmm. to make as to where our career is flowing. I mean, every aspect of our life 
um, you know, we we never know what is coming our way. Or actually, we do, <laughs> and that's mm. the point. So, so Lisa, help us, help us to step into this topic in the way that you do best. How can we learn to to trust intuition? How can we understand what intuition is to begin with? Mm. Well, uh, the first thing is to, the definition of intuition, uh, which I found a lot of people have different I- ideas of what intuition is, but the definition of intuition is knowing without knowing how you know it. And so if you take that uh, on its face value, which I think is the best way to do it, is that there is um, knowledge and information that arises within us. We're not quite sure where it comes from, but the, the knowledge is often applicable to uh, a question we ask, a decision we have to make, or a situation we're in. And it's useful information, and, and we, you know, we should try to capture that so that we can use it. So, and I, I think the best way to trust your intuition um, is to do two things. The first thing is to understand the characteristics of an intuitive message, and we'll talk about that. And interestingly enough, the, that intuitive messages uh, have the same characteristics as the way the right side of your brain processes information. And so we know that it's based in biology. And when you understand those characteristics, you can be on the lookout for them. Um, The second thing is to have a technique so that you can make your intuition happen um, at your command when you want to use it and on what what you want to use, use it for. And that's uh, something that I have developed over many years of first learning about intuition, what is it from a scientific standpoint, also then what is it from um, maybe even a metaphysical standpoint, everything being very open, and then figuring out how to develop it, you know, for myself, because I didn't start out intuitive at all. And then I became highly intuitive and uh, was able to use it for a lot of different things, helping other people as well as myself. And um, through all that experience and study and learning and, and actually trying it out, I found a way that worked for me, which developed into this technique. And so so that's it. So basically, once you learn what the characteristics are of an, intu- of an intuitive message and then be able to make it happen at com- on your command when you want, uh, then you can use it. And as you use it more and it works for you, you're going to build your trust. You'll trust that you have it and that it works. Yes. You know, something I really relate to in your book and in your life, Lisa, is what you just said, is how you felt that, you know, early in life, um, you don't have some dramatic, you know, oh, you know, you were born talking to angels and, and different things. I mean, mm-hmm. you you act, yeah. although you had intuitive experiences in your life. Well, you know, we have, we've had guests who had NDEs yeah. when they were really young and all these things that opened them up. And, and, and yet it's very relatable to know that you learn these things yourself. You, you've walked this path and you also, and I want to enter into a portion of this topic this way, you, you glimpsed things and it seems like that's how it starts to come to us and that when we think back, we realize, oh yeah, you know, like I can think back to there was a time I was caught in a, a really bad blizzard and, you know, something happened that was unusual that day. And, you know, often it can be maybe in an emergency situation or life-threatening situation, you know, when we were young. And you realize, huh, you know, and, and that's usually how it starts. That's how it started with me, too, even um, as a scientist, too. I was pursuing the scientific path, and it was just like, mm. huh. You know, <laughs> what was that? Right. Hmm. Absolutely. You know, that's something I can't explain, you know, and it's statistically totally improbable. That's the other thing, you know. You know, how could, how did that happen? And so, so yeah, um, explore how it begins to come to us in, in those, those fragments, in those glimpses, and then you teach people mm-hmm. how to leverage mm-hmm. that. Yeah, well, I actually talk about uh, the intuition development process that everybody goes through, and you know, it's uh, five, five, I guess, um, steps or layers, if you want to call it. And this is just what we all experience 
on the five-step map to intuition development. And first, you know, you start out um, maybe having a, a, an experience or two, and it's caught your attention, but it seems very random and uncontrollable. So maybe yeah. um, you were thinking of a friend, um, maybe a long-lost friend you haven't spoken to in years and years and years, and then they call you. Uh, that moment and so that's like ooh, you know that caught your attention and you're like wow how did I know that that's so weird and and people always say that's that's funny you know when people tell me well you know that's funny that you say that it's usually that one of those ooh, you know the intuition is is hitting right on then the next step yeah. is a like beginner's intuition and now you're trying to pay attention to your intuition and figure out the messages like wow I, I was able to know that person was going to call me and or I always seem to know uh, maybe, you know, when my boss isn't going to show up for work or, or you know, um, when, you know, a friend of mine is um, is uh, going to maybe to call me or they get around the corner, I think about them and they show up. Um, so now you're trying to pay attention to it. Uh, but you don't, and you're getting these little fragments of information, these little pieces where you're like, okay, um, let me see if I can make my intuition happen. And, and you walk into a, a deep place and let's see what I pick up intuitively. And, th- and then you get a buzz or, you know, this buzzy feeling maybe uh, yeah. around yeah. your head. Now you don't know what it means, though. So, so you're like, no, but I don't know. I don't get that. So what is that? And that gets people frustrated. And then they go and they or they get a piece of information um, maybe they are asked, they're trying to use their intuition to determine whether the guy they with is, you know, supposed to be their soulmate. And, and then they, um, you know, maybe they, they see a, a black star in their mind and they go, Oh, well that must, that must not be right. You know, that, that means, well, what does that mean? Or, or that's not a good thing. Um, so, so people usually give up at that moment because they feel like, okay, I'm not intuitive. I don't get these things. I'm just getting little pieces and that's not what intuition is. And it actually is intuition. Uh, you have to learn how to work with that. So the next step um, is intermediate intuition. It's the third level. And now people are often trying to find ways to learn about how to use their intuition. So maybe they go to a class and they learn a method or a technique and, um, and they try to develop their intuition, which is a good thing. And that's what everybody should do. And using the technique, it helps build your confidence a little bit you feel like you're a little more on solid ground you understand that intuition now comes in little pieces and bits of um, images or it might be a word or two and you figure and you start to work with those pieces to gather them to help make meaning and that's because the intuitive side of your brain the way it works is it works in images and symbols uh, has no words, and it doesn't have lots of words, and it might have one word, um, and it works in abstract concepts. So those, that's how your intuition comes with you, to you. And if you've got a good technique, uh, like the one in my book, you'll be able to collect those so that it formulates a message for you uh, that makes sense. And, and then the next level is you're, you're become more of an advanced intuitive. You're practicing your technique and your methods and You've honed your skills and your abilities are getting better and better. You can make your intuition happen when you want and on the things that you want. And as you integrate it into your life, eventually it becomes a state of being and you live an intuitive life. And that's the last step. And you have an intuitive mind and you're always using it in everything you do and all your decision making. And you're able to use it on really big life decisions. And it supports you. It gives you a sense of uh, solace and comfort and calm and centeredness and you know that somebody or something always has your back. That's where we want to be, right? Yes, yes, yes. That's that it. State that's, of that's, real, that's what we go through. <laughs> that's it, that state of connectedness and trust. And something I feel you really capture is, um, and I know a good portion of the audience, you know, has experienced this probably, is you know, just that feeling of, oh, you know, it just isn't working. <laughs> or, no, it know, doesn't work, yeah. And, and, <laughs> that was and, my and frustration. Yeah, and, and you know, I'll tell a story about trying to make it mm-hmm. to work in my own experience. I've been, like you have, to various expos. Actually, I haven't done an expo in a while. 
And I used to have a table at some of these expos where I really was just there. I would put up a sign, say, I'm there to coach. I was not really there to read. And yet people would come to me. They wanted a reading. (laughs) And so Mm. I started, and I did a a bunch, quite a few of these. And I, I would start, and you know what? Sometimes it would work and sometimes it wasn't. It didn't. And reading your book really helped me. And I'm I'm not so sure that was necessarily the path for me, really. But it really helped me to understand because I know a lot of people out there, there are people listening who have been in this situation, too, where maybe they want to be a reader or they've, they've dabbled in it. And it's mm-hmm. like you push too hard. And one of mm-hmm. the things that your you really reveal through these steps and these secrets is that it's not about that. You're 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 not supposed to overthink it. It's that, you know, you you need yeah. to relax and and I think we get you it can be unnerving when you're at one of those um events and, and sure. someone is, you know, skeptical or, or you know and and it's you really help us yeah. to, to open and relax. Yeah, well, if you have a technique you can rely on and you've practiced it and it's worked for you, um, then when you go and you have to read for someone else, um, you know, you can do it and you just do the technique and, you know, things come. And I've I've worked on it and I've had to use the technique myself. You know, it's very unnerving to sit in front of somebody. I, there was a time I once I sat one of the first readings I did in public and I was doing these readings because I had learned how to use my intuition and, you yeah. know, do these intuitive readings. And, and the only way you really kind of go from there is you actually read for other people. So I, I never intended to be a reader, but so I was out doing my first uh, public reading and um, I had a guy sit down in front of me and he was um, looking very, very buff. You know, he was very muscles kind of like pouring yeah. out of his black T-shirt and he looked really macho and, and um, sat down in front of me. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And uh, he, he kind of sauntered, kind of put his hand on his hip and, and said, um, you know, okay. And I said, all right, let's start. Um, would you like uh, to ask a question um, that you'd like to have answered or do you want a, just a general reading? He said, yeah, general reading. Yeah, I was like, okay. So, uh-huh. so at the time, I was using uh, I was using angel cards um, because they help. I they're they're to me they're tools, the divination tools, and they help get you out of your thinking mind, your ego space, and that's why I love them. And and so I shuffle the deck and I flip the cards over, and and you have to remember the message is not in the card specifically, but it's actually what your intuition is telling you to uh, pull out of the card, what to notice in the card. And the first card I got was Cupid, and it was a very frilly, feminine pink, and there were little hearts with, that were shaped. Um, they were made of bubbles, and they're floating out into the sky. And and I thought, oh gosh, no, this is not good. I don't know how this relates to this, you know, uh-huh. macho guy. <laughs> and uh, then I flipped over another card. It was an angel, and she was holding a baby, and she was. A rainbow was coming out as she was apparently singing because there were little notes coming out in the rainbow and and I was I was like oh I'm really screwed <laughs> I was like I have no idea what this is. <laughs> so what I did was I used a technique and the technique was number one is you have to get out of your judging mind your thinking mind you have to just throw it out there and not worry about it and go with what comes up so I asked my intuition show me what I need to to you know, show me um, a message for this guy's, uh, this gentleman's uh, highest good. And my eye was drawn to the heart, the little, the um, the bubble. <laughs> and then yeah. I went to the notes. So I went to the notes. My eye was drawn to the notes in the next card. And I couldn't stop looking in the notes. I, I was, I didn't want to look at the words. I didn't want to kind of look at the big picture. I just wanted to look at those notes. And so then I asked again, and this is the technique. So what you're going to do is you ask your intuition a question because your intuition will always answer. And the and so I was drawn to the notes and to those hearts. And I asked, why are you showing me these hearts and the notes? And I felt love for music. 
and I felt a feeling of love and I heard the word music and I was like, okay, so something about this guy and loving music. And I said, well, give me more. Tell me what is it about the, uh, about loving music. And, um, my, I was drawn to this baby and I said, okay, why are you showing me the baby? And they and I had, um, I heard the word creation. So, the, so I got, okay, I've got loving music and creation. And I, and then I asked one more question. I said, um, what does this have to do with this guy? Because <laughs> he's sitting there and he looks <laughs> like he likes to work out and, you know, pump, pump iron and go out and yeah. have drinks with his buddy. And <laughs> said, um, and I got, he creates the music and he, you know, that the, he loves creating music. And um, and I uh, and I said okay. And what's his message? Um, and I felt that it was something he didn't do anymore. He had to go back to it. So I told him that. I said, "You, you, the angels are telling." And I'm like, kind of cringing. I'm going, okay. Well, I just <laughs> I gotta get what I get and not get upset and just throw it out there. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Use the technique. I said, all right. What they're what I'm getting, what I'm t- they're telling me, is that. You love to create music, and you're not doing it anymore, and you need to go back to it. And he looked at me, and he was like, with a slightly surprised look, and I said, and he was silent, and I was like, does that make any sense to you? And he goes, oh, well, yeah, it does, actually. And it turns out that he was a closet composer, that he loved to write music, and that he used to do it at night, and... um, because it wasn't his day job. He did something else for his day job, and his, he'd keep his wife up, and he felt bad about that, so he stopped doing it because he didn't want to keep her up at night. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Isn't that so, funny? So that's what happens. So you use the technique, and you go back to that. You know, there I probably have a, quite a few examples of where I was, like, stymied. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. And Because it just either I felt like I was too tense I was too worried I was thinking too much and you have to throw that out the window and just go back to the technique um, and use use some of the tools that you have and I happen to use pictures of these cards uh, and that that worked yes you know um, there are several things that you mentioned it's like I realize it's like wow you know that's really okay for example Using the cards, um, I used to think of this, and this is judgmental. I will say I was being judgmental, and we're going to step mm-hmm. through your secrets because I really do want to step through your ten key sure. secrets to intuition. And being judgmental mm-hmm. of ourselves, it's so hard. We are so hard on ourselves sometimes. As I was thinking, well, you know, the cards are a crutch. At one point, I was thinking, you know, and also yeah. feeling, but they're not. They're not. They're, they facilitate us. They, you know, these tools yeah. help us. So, absolutely. Well, you um, know, that's, you're absolutely right. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just well, going to say that um, we need to relax mm-hmm. and let whatever is helping us to see, let let them help us, is, is I think, is what your message is. And, and cards really have helped you. Yeah. And help a lot of yeah. people, and have since come to help me in a personal way, very much so. Yes, absolutely. Well, I, you know, I talk about this in the book. One of the one of the most important things um, that I do talk about is that there are you could use tools, what I call tools, to help you get out of your ego mind, your thinking mind, and and that's what the cards are. They're just a tool, and I tell people uh, if I'm when I'm reading for someone, I'll say, now, the message is not always in the cards. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's the word. Sometimes it's not. Because I find somebody sitting with me will go, oh, you know, let me look at the card, and I can kind of read the answer, and I'll know it. And it's like, well, that may not be the message. It's not, it's, it's not the tool that has the information. It's the person who's using the tool who extracts the information from their intuition, um, and that's what produces the in, the intuitive message. So when you use a tool, it's it's very much a way to uh, get you to tap into your intuition by going, hey, you know, I don't know what what I can't. I'm thinking too much. I'm too nervous. I don't know what to do. 
let me just um, use the tool. And when you have a tool, as you said, you can kind of relax and let go and say, let me see what what um, this gives me. And then it, it, I, I found that it actually allows you to uh, hear or feel or get your intuitive messages better. And again, you have to remember, tools in a way are... Um, I guess it's a tapestry or, or a, a, a tool so that you can maybe see or be attracted to or have your intuition guide you to things that are symbols, that are symbolic, right? And that's what I love about the pictures in the cards is because the pictures are really messages that are symbols. And your intuition will guide you to look at a particular part of the picture that it's trying to express to you. It's trying to give you a message, and it it is expressing it through symbols. And it will look look with you in your environment to see something that is a symbol that is part of the message. Yes, yes. You know, um, one of the things I've seen through my own use of tools sometimes, just in my own life too, is... And you talk about this in your book as well. Is that sometimes we try to see what we want to see, you know, or you mm-hmm. can maybe get an answer and say, no, you know, I don't want that answer. <laughs> it's like, you know, keep 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 pushing it, or you know, try to interpret it. And and um, and there's this. It's always it seems for me when I've gotten tripped up, it's when I push. It's when I push. It's it's like okay, you know. Um, or, or I'm really emotional. You talk about that too, where when there's strong emotion, although sometimes our intuition can be really active during those times of you know crisis mm-hmm. and things, but that's not quite what what you speak of. I know it's like you know when you're in you know a relationship situation or a strong career situation or so, sometimes our emotions are just too strong in this in that moment and we push too hard. Right. Exactly, and and you and you you um, well, there are a couple of things I think as you're talking. Number one, you know, you have to get, and this is actually I think one of the one of the secrets, <laughs> and we can talk about that in a minute. But um, one of them is, you know, you get what you get, and you don't get upset, and yes. that's kind of the thing you you tell your kids, you know, you get what you get, and you don't get upset, <laughs> and yes. um, and that's really part of it. That's a big part of it because when you are getting information from your intuition, it's not coming from you per se. Uh, and it, that's why I say, too, it's really good for people to imagine and to know that the information is not something that you're making up. And so uh, it may be information, therefore, it may be something you don't expect. And if you don't expect it, then um, you shouldn't try to judge it, right? So. Right. <laughs> Or think, yeah, you know, or try to deduce from it because it's going to tell you what the what the answer is and what the message should be, and um, and that that is part of the secrets of you know what uh, you know how intuition works and and what intuition is and how how you can use it better for yourself. So and you know, and tools is another is another good one too. That's another yeah. actually that's another one of the ten. <laughs> Something, and, and I want to, in a moment, step through your key secrets because I think that's important because we're yes. sort of mm-hmm. backing into some of them. We're talking, um, yeah, we, we are. We <laughs> are. That's okay. We're flowing with we're it. We're touching on them, but you uh, can't help it because when you talk about intuition, you know, they come up because they're key. That's true. <laughs> there you go. It's, it's, it's kind of holographic <laughs> the way it works. Mm. <laughs> uh, but one other question I have, and then I do want to step a little more methodically through some of some of your secrets and other other things, because this yeah. is another one. I mean, I'm really just working through some of the things that I know I've dealt with, and I know people out there have dealt with having done, like we do, we've done shows at night where people call in for readings and things sometimes. And sure. I think that part of it is we sometimes oversimplify when we're working with ourselves. I don't know about other people out there, actually I do have a feeling, is we tend to ask yes and no questions or we don't realize, and this is something your book really revealed, is there is a richness. I mean, the true intuitive experience has um, has a richness to it. It's a, it's a wealth of information. Even if it comes 
fragmented at first and in different ways. It's not just, you know, yes or no, should I do this? <laughs> you know, because you get mm, a lot of, you know, right. yes or no, is this right? Is this person right? Is this career right? You know, yes or no. And yeah. and we have a tendency to to oversimplify in that way. And you tell us, no, don't don't ask yes and no questions. Yeah, well, yes or no questions, there are two problems with that, um, with them. Number one is yes or no questions almost automatically assumes an a- the answer that you want. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, um, should I take that job? I mean, you, pro- you probably have a little bit of a leaning for the- taking it or not taking it. Um, so you, you kind of want to validate what you're thinking, so to speak, with that question. Um, the other thing is that when you ask your intuition a question, both your thinking mind and your intuition will, and your intuitive mind will answer. And when you ask a yes or no question, your thinking mind will be quick to answer yes or no. Uh, and you won't hear your intuitive mind. So what I say and what I recommend is to ask a question that is uh, more open-ended. And so, for example, instead of should I take that job, it could be um, what's the next best step for my career? And when you ask that question, it is going. it's an open-ended question. So it's not a yes or no. You, you can't answer yes or no to it. And so when you ask a, a broader question, what should I do? What's the next best thing for me to do for my career? Um, your thinking mind now has to think of an answer. It has to formulate an answer. But your intuitive mind will respond instantly. And that's just partly it's because the thinking mind is very linear. It takes a while for it to go step by step, figure out logically A plus B equals C, 1 plus 2 equals 3. You know, it it it's a longer process. Your intuitive mind works in abstraction, in big concepts, big understandings, and it will answer right away. It doesn't need to go through, it doesn't need to take all that time to process information. It thinks in parallel. Uh, so, you know, that's um, it's a bit of an engineering term, but, you know, everything's happening kind of at once for it. And so, so when you ask an open-ended question, it, you will more likely hear your intuition more easily because while you're thinking mind stumbling around trying to come up with an answer, you can be open and then um, notice what your intuition is telling you. Yes, yes. You know what I appreciate about that? There is an element of strong trust in that, Lisa, because I think, you know, and, and I'm an engineer too, mm. um, I've mm-hmm. done many things. If there's a tendency for us to not believe, and we really will step through these steps, I'm like leading to them, that that our intuition is capable of providing that rich of an answer, is that we may have a tendency to oversimplify things because the truth of the matter is, um, you know, the the universe is able to to give us much richer information than we may at first trust that it's capable of providing yeah. to us. And that's a part of it. I think that's why we, we may oversimplify sometimes because, you know, you teach us to develop trust, develop trust and practice too, and, and develop trust in this so that we can live this way. Yes. And and trust, uh, the way you build it is, you know, for those of you who are listening out there, is you, you practice on little things, simple things, things that don't have a lot of emotional value, things that aren't going to get you, um, you know, get you, uh, your emotions all riled up or your fear going. So it, it could be, you know, what's the best way to go to work today? Or it could be, um, let's intuition tell me, you know, what my, my boss, is, what color they're going to wear today. And, see what pops up that way. And and you're going to find that you're going to get quite a few hits and some misses because you're practicing. And those, the as you get, as your intuition, you find it actually is working for you because you're getting things that are correct. You're going to build your trust in it. And you, you people are surprised when I work with them that their intuition does work and it is working. And that as they employ these techniques and employ the 
a proper way to work with their intuition, get and understand what the information is that's coming to them, then and that it really does work and that they can really use it on anything they want. But you got to practice on simple things, get some results there. And as you get more and more results, you'll get to get the confidence to go, okay, now I'm ready for a bigger thing. Because you're going to know what it feels like, know when it's right, you're going to know what it sounds like, know what it looks like. Yes, yes. And your book has a whole bunch of different exercises like that. And as I was looking at, at some of these, you know, you get the feeling, I mean, this is fun. Uh, I mean that that's what mm-hmm. I was thinking is that if you that that maybe you know that that may help us relax most of all is some of these simple exercises you know it it's fun to to begin to discover that this world is a magical world or can feel that way it operates this way for a reason but it can it it's just a much richer kind of an experience that that we can have and 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 it can be fun to to just use the simple things, and I would oh, hope yeah. people would have fun with it. Actually, it is. It's a lot of fun, and when you're with somebody else who's practicing with you, it's even more fun. And it's yeah. like, you know, what what do you what do you get about that person over there? And, and which way do you think we should go? What, you know, what uh, what restaurant should we go to, or which store should we go shop for shoes, or you know. And and you might be surprised if you both use your intuition, you pick a, a store, and then oh look, they're having a sale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that that really that really comes to, and maybe you know, part of the process is we discover those friends who are who are you know are going to have fun with us, yeah, or relationships and friends, Absolutely. you know, of all different kinds that. You know, it becomes like an adventure, <laughs> exploring. Yeah, exactly. You know. it, it's a lot of fun, and I recommend uh-huh. you know if you people can you know find uh, uh, other people you can practice with or like minds or you know the best way to do that is go take a class and you know you could do that in person or even online and meet other people or or group. I've got a Facebook group out there uh, that's for intuition development and. Uh, every now and then we do intuition exercises, and you know you can do them with each other. So oh, that's it's, it's cool. good. And yeah, yeah. that's great yeah. to to know that that sounds like um, something that would interest a lot of people. That's interesting to me too. Um, you know what? This show is going by so fast, and I knew it because your book it has is. it has a great. <laughs> maybe it's good we're not stepping through all the stuff so that we're just kind of walking around them intuitively in some ways because there's just there is a lot there is a wealth of material here and i i may be jumping well okay i want to at least spend a little bit of time on the secrets and we have we yeah, don't need to step through all of them perhaps but but I'm going to give you the opportunity, however you want to explore that, because they're yeah. really important in helping us to understand well, our intuition. We could go. We'll go through. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll go through the book and use our intuition yeah, as we're go going right through. Ahead. And and you know, that's one of the important things that are, is in the book. And the book, just for the listeners, the way it's structured is um, is we talk about the technique that allows you that step by step technique to build powerful intuition you can trust and the book will go through and the technique's not that difficult um, but we go through each step and how how to really use it properly and um, and that's you know what the center the core of the book is about so and this and then you can carry that technique and use it anywhere on anything at any time so it's fun so so the 10 key secrets to intuition and let's go through um, we'll see how many go through so the first one is to be relaxed yeah, is to be relaxed and be open. And so what does that mean? Well, and a lot of time, you see, a lot of the work that I did was I was studying other teachers, other techniques, other books, other courses. I took, you know, all kinds of things and and uh, science and so on behind it. And one of the things that I did not like about how I was learning things in other classes and so on was that it wasn't tangible and I need tangibility. I need to be able to touch it and feel it, know what it is and have a very clear step. So when they always tell you, be open. So what does that mean? Well, let me explain to you what being open means um, and being relaxed and open. It's, I say it's kind of like when you're sitting there watching television, you're open to what's coming up on television. You're watching the screen and listening. Uh, you're not, 
worrying about what's going to come up, but you're just sitting there as an observer. And that's key. You're the observer. And so that's, that's the first one, to be relaxed and be open. Uh, whatever you receive is okay. You know, you're just watching TV. You're just <laughs> seeing what's going to come up. Um, so then the next one, number two, uh, is no figuring it out, no judging the answer. And that's what we spoke about earlier is you don't want to, if you're thinking and judging, figuring it out, that's all in your thinking mind. That's all not intuitive. So, um, that's also your ego is, is the one that judges and ego is 100% not intuitive. So that's number two. Uh, don't figure it out. It's, you know, whatever you get, you get. And then number three is fragments and symbols. So you have to understand, again, the characteristics of intuition, which again is the characteristics of the way the right side of your brain processes information. The right side of your brain is your intuitive mind. And it, it, it processes information, and they've proven this scientifically, uh, in symbols and in, in fragments of information um, and abstraction. It understands an overall concept. Um, it's also the side of the brain that is allows you to be able to understand. You know, when they have two pictures and they show you, okay, these are there are two copies of the picture, but they change one thing in the picture. Yeah. It's your yeah. right brain that tells you. Your right brain goes, oh, I, there it is. That, you know, it, it, you just kind of sense that it's in one part of the picture. This just doesn't look, it doesn't, this is different. And then as you look and you compare and you go back and forth and you can validate and verify that was different. See, now the thinking mind would do it differently. The thinking mind would go over every object one at a time in that picture and count and compare to to the same objects in the other picture one at a time. That would take a very long time to do. And when it found a difference, it would go, oh, that's different. See, the right brain doesn't do that. It looks at two pictures and it can tell immediately. And we've all done this. Something seems a little different in this one. Where is it? That's how your right brain works. Yeah. So you have to understand that. that, So it's fragments, it's symbols, it's um, and, and that you're going to get a piece of information, you're not going to get a whole story, a whole encyclopedic narrative. Now, when you go for an intuitive reading, the reader or the psychic, whoever it is, is going is probably going to, to talk to you in a lot of words and give you something that sounds like a story. Because what they've done is they're not telling you this, but they're getting all these little pieces and they're putting them together, just like I demonstrated earlier, but they're not telling you they're doing that. And they're going back and they're asking, what's, you know, show me this. What does that mean? And as the pieces start to come together, understanding starts to form. Because the pieces of the picture tell you a story. So, and that story is the message. So it's okay if you get pieces and fragments. So number four is signs outside of you. And I think I mentioned that earlier, that your intuition can guide you to look at things that uh, are symbolic or have some meaning as part of the intuitive message. And that's that's really important. Um, and again, that's why we have tools. Tools help us help your intuition guide you to looking at certain things. Yes. And I'd like so to that's stop for four. a minute with, with, yeah, with sure. signs outside of us. It's yeah, just um, interject that. something there is that I have found that nothing is more um, fun in a way and gratifying than listening to those signs. And it's amazing. Um, in fact, I think in my own case, and this may be true of others, that's an area where I have developed in, in noticing things where it can be a passing conversation. You talk about that. You might be in a restaurant and somebody at the table nearby says something that's very relevant, and it can be amazingly relevant. In fact, um, I had an experience where I was at one of those expos. This is another. Um, I had had a lot of experiences where the radio just happens to come on, or you happen to turn it on at the right time, and it just, you know, just can be really an amazing confirmation or whatever. And so I had an experience where I was with someone I was helping, a, a really kind gentleman. Um, who does listen to this show sometimes, um, and and mm-hmm. we turn on the radio, 
during the reading. I actually brought my um, my bathroom radio with me, which is the one that I would sometimes use for myself. And I just got this urge to turn it on. So there was my intuition, turn on the radio. And it perfectly, Lisa, echoed and talked about the specific situation he had just been talking to me about. In fact, we both ended up in wow. tears. And he says to me, you're for real? <laughs> and it's like, well, <laughs> you know, I, and it was, you know, that felt really good. But, you know, it was funny. At another time, I tried doing it again, and it didn't work. You know, I pushed it at another time, and it didn't really work. Mm. But, you know, what was mm. surreal was, okay, yes, I knew to turn it on at the right time. I knew to bring it with me that day, which was that's a nudge. Throw it in the throw Okay, it in let's, the let's talk about that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, and this is what I, this is what I asked. Outside. <laughs> Yeah. Well, but that not only is that a great, great example, but obviously you're a part of it, and that's that's what happens yeah. is that we're you know the intuition within within us is is uh, giving us signals to do something or to look somewhere yeah. or and so on. So so this is what I do with my students. I always add, to help uh, them understand how it comes up inside them. I'll ask, and I'm going to ask you. So what okay. was it? How did it come to you when you had an urge to take the radio? Did you hear a word? Did you feel like um, your did your hands kind of like go for the radio? Did you, you hear? Like, did you heard you know, it? Yeah, I well, I don't know that I heard a voice. You know, like from I didn't. It was just an inner. I was getting ready to leave. Um, for this expo, mm-hmm. and it was local. It wasn't the way, but it was downtown. So I brought a, a carry-on bag where I'd throw my stuff in to go to the expo for mm-hmm. my booth. And um, I just had this urge at the very last one. I was packing the the new the um, the radio, or I was packing the radio. I was packing the suitcase by my bathroom, which upstairs in my bedroom, mm-hmm. and and I just saw the radio. And I just said, throw it in. Throw in the radio. Ah, and, you know, it was fun. See, my my thinking mind was like, you know, I had a lot of questions all the, for a second. Like, well, you know, would I even get reception in the convention center? Well, of course I would. But, you know, it's just You're a, thinking a, it's a thinking. radio. <laughs> but, yeah, I was thinking, well, why, you know, that would interfere with other people. But then it was like, you know, just take the radio. And I did. Ah. And, and so, then, so, um, so. Yeah. And then it was there. I find for that me. happens. Cool. Well, okay. So let's stop right there. And I find this. I find this happens as well. And I think listeners that you know might you might. Um, this is one thing you could do as you're maybe packing to go somewhere. You know, be open to your intuition. Uh, I find the same. Something similar. Uh, there's an urge. You know, and because you're. And this is probably what's ha- happened to you. Is you're in the mode. I'm packing. It's kind of a repetitive thing. It's like I got to grab this, yeah. you know. I have to get my, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And and you're going along, and you're in the motion of putting things in your bag. And and as you're looking around, you know, you say, "Oh, should I take this? I got to take that. I got to take that." And then all of a sudden, your intuition is going, "Take this." And it's like, "Well, I I don't usually take that." And it's like, "Take this, right?" So that so you're you're already in this mode of feeling an urge to grab certain things, you know, I've got to get my toothpaste and my toothbrush and those I got to take and my hairbrush. And, and then there's, there's something is sort of inserted. That's like, and take this and you had take the radio and you're like, uh, and at first, you know, most people go, well, that's odd. Why should I do that? Am I going to get reception? (laughs) That's the thinking mind. Right. So you just throw that away. It's like, no, I recognize and you're intuitive and you've recognized that I got that, there it is again. My intuition will do that. It inter it intercedes by going, you know, all of a sudden it'll pop up. That's that intuitive pop up. And all right, let me do that. So now once you got to the expo, how did you know when to turn it on? You know, at first, Were you let reading me tell you stuff? about this radio, Lisa. This is a very old, junky mm-hmm. shower radio <laughs> that I've had for okay. a long time. And it wasn't in the shower. It was sitting on my counter. So it's not a... It's not a slick, pretty radio. In fact, the the thing is worn out, you know. The and yet it, right. I, I still have now that radio's me. So so to take it and to have, I mean, it was a really odd thing to have. Why? It, it I didn't do look this. like but it I, you go, you went with it. Oh, 
You, which is great. And you went with it. So, I did. I hid the it, though. The next step is, like, I, how I do you did. know when I to use it? I left it in the bag. Uh-huh. <laughs> I left it in the bag. Because it is. It's just this, okay. you know, it's like a lot of people would look at it and say, what is that? They haven't even sold these in a while. I mean, I've had this radio for ages. And uh-huh. and so, um, and, and, and so at first I was self-conscious about the radio. But I'll tell you what, there came a time when this, this person came, and um, I had cards with me. That was during the time. And I, was, I did this for a while, more than I maybe give myself credit. I really did do this for some years. And, and with mixed, it, was, it was not a, a failure. It was like it had hits and misses. You know, I'm learning a lot reading your book already. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is, mm-hmm. um, is I knew I just knew to take it out. And I had some other tools. Like I had had some really powerful things happen with the pendulum at another time not at that expo and other things but this radio i just knew i just knew can you feel uh, that so when you, okay let's go knew. back to that so, so when, when did you so so <laughs> did you hear it he did, was, was there, there was this urge to grab it, it was, was there the you middle. sitting there now it, it was in mm-hmm. the middle of the of the the reading and he was talking about mm-hmm. something that i can't even remember now I can't remember That's the okay. details at all. And it doesn't matter right now, but I will no. tell you, Lisa, I knew get that radio out and turn it on. Uh, turn it on. So it was a knowing, wrong. you know, that that's the other thing is we have, a, the, it speaks to us in concepts, remember, um, our intuition. And so we have a uh, an understanding or concept that says, you know, get the radio now. And um, yes. may not be words, but an understanding. And so what I tell students and what I tell people to do is that's good. You see, go back when, when you know that it was right and yes. you had a, quote, hit. And it was obviously, yes. you know, it, it, was, it, it gave you the message. This, this gentleman really had a, a huge um, connection with it and reaction. And so that was it, the, it was the answer he, he needed to hear. Yeah. So now you go, okay, and I tell people to do this. Okay, now you know that it, it was right. Uh, so go back and tell the story again to yourself, write it down, and remember, try to remember exactly how it happened, exactly how did you feel, what came up, what was it a picture, was it a, for you in this case, it was a concept that popped up in your head, and replay it in your mind because that's going to reinforce for you how you experience your intuition when it's right. And when you yes. do that, the next time yes. it happens, you'll know it because it's like, oh, that's that feeling again. That's that was the last time I had the the. It's, it's like I have this concept that popped in my head. It came the same way, and it was right last time. It might be a different concept, but I had the same experience. It was the same way, and then you'll recognize your intuitive messages when they come. So that was fantastic. So so you had the urge. You had the urge to grab that, and you, it sounds like you heard it. Take the radio, take the radio, and then you had the concept as when it told you, your intuition told you, now, right? Play the radio. Yeah, and 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 when it happened, it was like, wow. I mean, it was just, it was emotional, emotional and... And I know a lot of people may feel this when they're in service to other people, and and it was just like, wow, you know, I was so happy for him. I was so happy. I was outside of myself. And you should be happy for yourself. You should be happy for yourself. Yeah, I was. It was like, oh, my gosh, this is really cool. This is what I also tell people. Celebrate your hits. Yeah. Celebrate them. <laughs> and because well, and and it's not it's not an ego thing. It's yeah, that's yeah, not the purpose. Right. The reason I want people to celebrate their hits and people don't want to do this, but um know, but the reason why you do that is because it reinforces inside you that's it. And it helps you remember, it helps ingrain, it helps it get stuck inside you, inside your unconscious, subconscious, your, you know, process so that you know the next time it happens. It it solidifies it, you know, because when we have an emotional reaction to something, it, it um, solidifies the neural pathways so that we remember it. And that's what you want. Yeah. You want to remember 
and know your intuitive experience really well. So that's why I say celebrate it. You know, even if you're inside, you know, you could do it and you don't have to show everybody. You could just go, yay, you know, inside your head. But and I'll do that in class. You know, if I'm teaching and I get ahead, I'm like, yes, I got that, you know. And uh, and then if you have a miss, forget it. It's just like when you're practicing, say you're practicing um, tennis and you're, you know, practicing your forehand and once in a while that ball goes out of the court and you miss hit it. What do you do? Do you beat yourself up? Do you go, oh, well, some people might, but, but most of the time you don't. You just pick up another ball and you, try, and you try it again. And that's what you have to do when you're practicing. Forget the misses and then celebrate your hits. Yes, I got that. Because it's going to solidify inside you the experience so you can remember to, how it is so you can do it again. Yes. And, and you know, and Love I don't it. want to... When he said, wow, you're for real, that did affirm everything I was saying. I thought, well, maybe, you know, it wasn't just maybe, actually. It was, yes, you know, I'm here for a reason today. And it did feel feel good. So, so yeah, it's a, it's, it is a, a cool example. My goodness, Lisa, I could have you here for days. I think. <laughs> ah, we're having fun. I love this. This is my favorite we subject. We are <laughs> having fun, um, and and I love how it flows. And I bet there are people out there, even as we reflect. And, and you know, one of the things I appreciate about your book and about the books of so many people is the sharing of your own personal experiences, because I know that people can relate through all of our experiences to things that they too have have felt and 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 we really do your book allows us to connect to you as a person because you do share the different things that have happened to you and then also your engineering side your research side really comes out beautifully because you do provide um, those steps, like like you're our college professor <laughs> or our, our TA, you know, um, for the universe, our Thank teaching you. assistant, and and you do, you just step by step by step well, by thank step. You. Thank you. And that's important. The- and that, and uh, thank you so much for saying that. that. You know what? That validates. That's a message for me today, and I really um, appreciate that because because sometimes I. I uh, you know, I reflect back and look at what I'm doing, and it's like, okay, is is this uh, is this the right thing at the moment? And and um, and it is, you know. And that what you said is exactly exactly what I love and 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 why I do it, which is is I love to discover and learn and explore, and I I find these I discover things that are just truly amazing and fun and and helpful to my life and then I figure this is great then I get excited I want to share it with other people and when I share it with other people and their eyes light up and go wow that was really cool because I was like wow that's really cool And, and you know that's the fun part and what's even better is that it it's helping myself it's helping others and um and you know that to me is exciting I I love to discover that's what I'm the perpetual student and then I go and I share it with other people. So thank you for that. I got my message today. Oh, good, good. Well, I'm glad that I could be a part of that. But, um, you know, I just, where the live show is going to go down here in a second, and I just want to thank you while you're here on the live show. I want to give you the opportunity to, first of all, I just thank you from my heart because um, I feel that you have come along today for me at the right time and your book as well. And I do want to give you the opportunity to tell people out there where they can find out more about you and things that you have going on. That Facebook group sounds very cool, and I know you're doing a lot of yes. lot of great. Yes. Well, you can. Uh, everything is on my website, and there are two ways you can get to that. As you mentioned earlier, uh, it's at intuitionondemandbook.com, and if that's too long. My initials, LMK and the number 88.com. So LMK88.com is my main website, and everything is there where you can get the book, how you can reach me, the events I'm doing, and my Facebook, uh, my Facebook page. And if you go to my Facebook page, you will see there's a group there, Lisa Kay's Intuition Development Group. And, and, and you know, join us. Just click on Ask to Join, and I'll let you in. And, you know, we do um, some exercises and all kinds of fun things we could share with each other. It's a it's a nice group of people. So LMK eighty eight dot com and that's where you can reach me. 
Well, thank you so much for being here today, and um, thank you. I do. Thanks for having. I look forward. Uh, well, I look forward to talking to you again. I really enjoyed this conversation. Oh, that's so sweet. I would love to come back. It was fun. I had a great time. Well, I would love to have you back. So um, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day yeah, and, and um, continue doing what you're doing because you're you're definitely oh, helping thank people. You. So thank you. Thanks so much, Susan. All right. You too. Thanks. All right. Take care. Um, just a uh, oh dear, the the interface has has frozen a little bit. So um, so here we go. We're moving into the podcast now. Um, so I'm just going to talk for a minute um, as we have it come back, which is interesting. I have to trust it here for a second. Um, I will tell you that the next show is next Wednesday. Um, this coming Wednesday at 1 p.m., I believe, Pacific. I actually, my computer is just is just sitting here for a second, so I'm just going to trust that and relax. Um, can't touch a button at the moment. It's just letting me be. Um, the next show is Wednesday, and we have Ellen Tad coming on, and I actually have her book right in front of me. It's called The Infinite View. A Guidebook for Life on Earth. Just a really nice series of guests that we have jump-starting this program. Ah, here it is. It's coming back. Um, I'm also going to be doing an anniversary show on Thursday, which will, again, just be a free-flowing show um, to celebrate the anniversary. We will be entering our eighth year here on the air, and I'm so very thankful to Blog Talk Radio. You can learn more about this show at FrontierBeyondFear.com. I invite you to follow me on Twitter. I have a lot of you out there on Twitter, and and I'm going to start using Facebook more and more. So come and discover this show on Facebook as well, because I'm really appreciating the fun things that people are doing with their Facebook pages these days. So I am going to start doing some more fun things over on the Frontier Beyond Fear page. So go out and discover that. I'd love to have more of you start to join me there. And um, this show will just continue. We've got a wonderful array of guests coming up. Check out that FrontierBeyondFear.com calendar um, because it's pretty amazing, some of the guests that are coming coming onto this show just in the next month. So I'm just so happy to be here with you. So anyway, now that now that the computer is fully back, give me a chance to talk for a second. Um, I am going to invite you to just work with your intuition today. Do check out Lisa Kay's book. It is really helpful, and I definitely recommend it. Um, go out there and take your time and develop what is a very wonderful way to live and experience this life is to truly come into an intuitive lifestyle. So take care, everyone. I will see you next time.